Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. I've only started this about three times now. Um, I was having some computer issues. I don't know what was going on. So we're going to try this again. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life, but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. I want to start by dedicating this episode to a very dear friend of mine who went back to spirit on October 22nd. I'm actually recording this much earlier than I normally would because um, of some scheduling things that I have coming up. But Susie left this life on Sunday, October 22nd. And she and I had worked together for 11 years at a law firm in Atlanta. And we hadn't worked together in 10 years because the attorney I work with and I left that law firm 10 years ago. And yet Susie and I stayed in touch. Um, she was so sweet when my son Greg went to spirit and a friend, a mutual friend of ours, a mutual client slash friend of ours went to spirit this summer. And I called and told her when that happened. And then um, we spoke like a month ago and we were friends on Facebook. She was a huge Georgia Bulldog football fan. She and her husband had season tickets. She loved the Bulldogs. Um, I just, I'm going to miss her. And she was a bright light in this life. It was very sudden. She had a heart attack and she was only 66. And so I share that with you because even when we have experienced a loss, a significant loss, a parent, even though we know our parents are supposed to go before us, um, it's still a shock when they do. A sibling, a spouse, a child, it brings the reality of the reality that this physical life is not forever, that there is an end point to it. And yet, even when we have a loss like that, we get to a point where we kind of forget. We kind of are just going along our way. We don't forget that they're not here anymore. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we forget that our life has an end point. And Susie's passing has brought that back to me in a very profound way um, between our mutual friend, Chris, this summer, and now Susie. And I know he was waiting for her and gave her the biggest hugs. That was one thing she said to me when when I called and told her that he had gone to heaven, she said he gave the best hugs and he did. Their passing has really reminded me. And it's it's just a huge reminder that I don't know how much longer I'm going to have in this life. None of us know. 
And so with that, this episode is part one of a two-part little, I'll call it a mini-series of sorts, based on my own experiences, the reminders I'm having right now of how short this life is, and how important it is for us to do what we came here to do, because again, we don't know how long we're going to be here. And I don't want to come back here and do this again. This life right now is painful. It will be painful from January 6th of 2019 through whenever I go back to spirit, it's going to be painful. It can be beautiful. It can be joyful at times, but there's always this underlying current of pain. And if you know, you know what I'm talking about. So what I'm going to share in this episode and the next one comes from my own experience and also what I've seen with some of my, so many of my clients. So I think I'm pretty sure um, that I've mentioned before on the podcast that aside from 2019, when my son Greg went to spirit this year, 2023, which is when I'm recording this, has been the most difficult and challenging of my life for various personal reasons, as well as the loss of these two people who were so, such a big part of my life. You know, they were the kind that we didn't have to talk every day. And yet there was that connection, that bond that when we did talk, it was like no time had passed. Last year, 2022 was difficult in a different way because I was sick, physically sick with bronchitis four times. And I hadn't been sick in many years before that. So I started looking at a lot of things toward the end of the last year and then through this year, through the challenges and experiences I've gone through. And then, like I say, also so many of my clients and I started to see patterns and, and a common thread through all of it. But then this year, so last year I was physically sick a lot. This year has been emotionally difficult in ways that I did not expect. And Again, I've seen this in some of the clients that I've worked with over the past several years as well, both in my spiritual business and my paralegal work in family law, because that involves grief in its own way. There is a huge level of grief when a marriage comes to an end, whether you chose to leave your marriage like I did or not, there's still a level of grief and sadness that you have to go through. What I have observed, again, both in myself and my clients is that we tend to get stuck in some way along our healing journey. Going back to what I shared at the very beginning in the opening is we kind of get complacent about things and we forget on a conscious level that our time here is limited, but we also get stuck in our healing journey. We seem to be doing the right things, you know, journaling, meditating, looking for signs, finding signs, whatever it is, right? Taking the courses, reading the books, doing all the things. We seem to be continuing to live. I thought I was living. On the surface, we look like we're doing well. And yet seemingly out of nowhere, we are sent spiraling right back down to the depths of our trauma and grief. And so I've really been contemplating the why of this a lot this year, and especially you know the past week or two. And I've played with some ideas myself and with some of my clients. And so I'm excited to share some of it with you in these next two episodes. And then I have something very special that I'm going to share with you um, at the very end. So stick around to the end. So let's talk about healing. First of all, healing is a deeply personal journey that each of us embarks upon at, at various points in our lives. It's not a one and done thing. I believe, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you do as well, or else you wouldn't be listening to this, that we carry wounding from our own experiences in this life, from experiences we inherit through our DNA and lineage, and from our past lives. 
So there are three prongs to the grief and the trauma that we carry. It's complex and it's unique to each of us. It's as unique as each of us are. And it's why a, I'm going to call it a one size fits all path to healing doesn't work. It is absolutely crucial for our health, for our well-being, for our our mental and emotional peace, for our ability to continue living meaningful lives after trauma and loss, to understand our own unique healing path, or as I've come to call them, our own unique healing codes, because I have I have figured out our healing codes and how to find them. So as I sort of mentioned a minute ago, one of the key reasons that our healing paths are not the same lies in our individual experiences, the traumas we have endured in this lifetime that we've experienced and that we inherited through our DNA, so generational, and from our past lives. Now, I believe that our souls chose the time and place of our birth because those things, the time and place of our birth offered us the best opportunities to have the experiences that our souls wanted to have in this life as a path to learning, healing, growing, evolving. Otherwise, why did we come here? Again, it's not easy to be in this in this physical 3D body in this world, especially at this point in time. And I, as I say that, there are other points in history that I believe have been equally as challenging World War One, World War II, things like that, the Holocaust, all of those kind of things are points in history where I believe the people on the planet at those times chose to be there for a reason. We are living in another one of those times. Our world is like topsy-turvy, turned upside down. It's off its axis. It's just a you-know-what show. As humans, we often don't like the hard, painful experiences, right? But again, our souls chose them. And as humans, we get to choose how to navigate them. But how do we do that? Well, there is a roadmap. No two people go through life without encountering their own unique, distinctive challenges, experiences, pains, obstacles, losses. These experiences shape our perspectives, um, our beliefs, and our emotional responses, Again, add to whatever we've experienced in this life, add to that whatever we inherited from our lineages and and experiences we had in past lives. And it's really, it is absolutely impossible for our healing journeys to be identical. It's just not possible. I mean, I think about my parents. Both of my parents lived through the Great Depression. Well, that was a traumatic time in history. They passed that trauma on to me through the DNA that I inherited from them. For you, it might have been your grandparents that lived through the Great Depression. That trauma got passed down to your parents and then to you. So it goes from generation to generation. And then again, like I say, all of our past lives. And in the past life healing, uh, the past life regression work that I've personally done and that I do for my clients, it's amazing what comes up that we are carrying with us and can be released. It can be you can rewrite the endings and the experiences, but that's a different topic. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. So again, because all of our experiences are different, why would we expect what works for one person in the, on their healing path is going to work for us? Just like we have different tastes in clothing and music, um, books, 
movies, food, anything. We are each uniquely designed in our healing and what works for one person is not necessarily going to work for another person. So often what I found on my healing journey, especially since Greg went to spirit, because after Greg went to spirit, I joined a lot of beautiful, there were beautiful programs and healing circles and all these things. And yet some of it just didn't resonate with me. And I'm sure you had that experience as well. Pieces of it did at times things would work at other times, things wouldn't work. And I couldn't figure out why is that person able to do this particular thing and it's working so well for them and it's not working for me? Or why am I doing this thing and I love it and it's working for me and it's helping me heal and this client of mine is doing it and it's not working for them? Well, it's because it's not meant to work. Everything is not going to work for every person. There are also biological and and, and um psychological factors that also play a significant role in what our unique healing paths look like. Our genetic makeup, like I said, our DNA, brain chemistry, and um, personality traits. All of these things influence how we process trauma and loss and emotions and how we respond to things like therapy and to various self-help and healing techniques. So again, what works for one person may not be as effective for another due to all these inherent differences amongst us. Healing also depends on timing and on an individual's readiness, both from a conscious level and a subconscious and soul level to embark on a healing journey. If your trauma or loss is very recent, you are not going to be emotionally, mentally, or spiritually ready to heal. While someone with a similar experience but further out in time, might be ready to take the first steps on their healing journey. And it can often be in the proverbial one step forward and two step backwards situation at times as well. So, you know, you feel like you're doing really well, and then all of a sudden you're thrown back a few steps. So it's all very personal and it's all what's best for you. Your soul knows your soul. Oftentimes when we get like catapulted back in our healing, like happened to me this year, it's because my soul was trying to give me a message that I needed to do more shadow work, do more healing work, do different healing work. A whole, I mean, a whole variety of things have come up about the why of this or what what my soul wanted me to experience or to learn from what happened this year. Now, I've also found that I say this, our human self, our brain, our ego, as well as societal pressures often try to determine the timeline. I mean, I am sure that many of you have heard people say to you, had people say to you or heard other people say to someone, aren't you over that by now? How long are you going to be like this? But our soul always knows. Our soul always knows the timeline that's best for us. And this works both ways too. There are some people who stay in their trauma or grief as an escape mechanism, and they cannot seem to even take the first step, or they appear to take the first step. They don't actually change their actions that will help them integrate the first step so they can take the second step and then the third step and on and on and on. And then others tend to move too quickly because they think they should or they bypass the deep shadow and healing work. That's what I found happened to me this year. 
I did a lot of deep shadow and healing work the first couple of years after Greg went to spirit. And then 2021 and 2022, I stopped. I wasn't doing the deep healing work that I know my soul wants me to do, the deep shadow work. So this year I had some wake-up calls and I've been doing the deeper healing work and the deeper shadow work again. And it has changed things for me dramatically. But either way, I found that it's because we don't know our own unique healing path. And when I discovered my unique healing path earlier this year, that's when I started doing the work that actually resonates with me and that that works for my soul and me as a human being. Because again, I believe our souls chose the time and place of our birth because it would give us the healing codes that we would need on this life journey. Now, I will say that I have studied and been certified in a lot of modalities over the past 15 years, and I mean a lot. Reiki, scientific hand analysis, feminine presence work, karmic astrology, I mean, crystal healing, um, meditation. I mean, the, the I could I could go on for an hour with all the modalities and certificate Akashic Records work. I love all of them. They're all beautiful. But the one that has helped me find my unique healing codes is karmic astrology. As I mentioned earlier, again, just a minute ago, our souls specifically chose the time and place of our birth for a reason and encoded in that information are our unique healing codes. Within that, I found the codes that specifically help each of us on our healing journeys. That's why it's different for every single one of us. So here's my invitation. I am inviting you to discover your own unique healing codes in an upcoming workshop that I am hosting on Friday, December 1st at 3 p.m. Eastern time. It's called Illuminate Your Healing Codes. I actually created the, it this summer and I have not, I haven't chosen a date until now. And I realized a few days ago, the reason why I won't go into all the reasons, but a lot of it had to do with where I am and what I'm no willing, no longer willing to put off because it was the wake up call from my friend Susie's passing that I don't know how much longer I have on this earth. And for me to have created this work and not share it, what's the point? My soul created this work through me as a human for a reason to be shared. So Friday, December 1st, three o'clock PM Eastern time. If you cannot make it live, it'll be recorded. You'll get the recording as long as you've signed up. We will be diving into what makes you unique. You will learn how to recognize when you're in the lower expressions of your healing codes, as well as you'll learn, you'll discover how to activate the energetics specific to you that will support you on your healing journey. So the higher expressions of your healing codes, it's going to, I promise you, it will be unlike anything you've done on your healing journey. And it's so simple when you understand your particular healing codes. You do not need to know astrology to, to understand this. But this has completely shifted my healing journey this year. I now have clarity. I understand what works for me and what doesn't. It takes away, it also takes away any guilt or shame or blame that I may have about why I am where I am or wondering what's wrong with me that this particular tool or thing wasn't working for me because it wasn't meant to. So this information, this 
revelation, this illumination, I called it illuminate your healing codes for a reason. This illumination will liberate you in ways that you cannot even begin to imagine. Now, you might be thinking, well, I don't have a child in spirit. I haven't experienced, because I know there are a lot of you who have not experienced profound trauma or loss. I'm not a, you know, I'm not on a healing journey of the magnitude you are. This is for any woman who is on any kind of healing journey, regardless of what your particular trauma or loss is. It can be, it doesn't have to be a major event like mine was. It might be that, oh, what's an example? Okay, maybe you weren't chosen for a team in school and that hurt you at some level. It might be, you know, a boyfriend broke up with you when you were in high school and you don't even realize you're carrying the pain of that. It's, it could be generational. Like I said, there are so many different facets to trauma that we may not be consciously aware of. So my point is, is this is for any woman on a healing journey of any kind, whether she realizes that she's carrying a particular trauma or loss or not. Um, you know, so it might be something you can't even pinpoint, but you know, something is there waiting to be healed, waiting to be revealed. So Again, I invite you to uh, join me in this transformative workshop on December 1st at three o'clock. Now, I, as I said, I'm recording this much earlier than it's going to be released. So I don't have a link yet. The link will be in the show notes. And before I record the next episode, I will have the link. I need to get my VA to like link the payment button um, because I don't know how to do that kind of stuff. I can create the page, but then I don't know how to like make things work together. So I'm going to get her to do that this week. Um, The investment is $77. This workshop will probably last about 90 minutes to two hours, and you will receive a workbook, a beautiful downloadable workbook with it. You'll receive the recording so you can watch it over again, because there will be a lot of information to absorb, and you will want to go back with the workbook and work through the workbook as you re-listen to the workshop. Again, if you can't make it live, you'll receive the recording within 24 hours, as long as you've signed up before the workshop begins. And I will tell you after December 1st, it will still be available for purchase as a, a recording, but the price is going to be much higher. All right. I think that's all I have this week. And I really do hope you'll join me. I know that some of you are either stuck or confused or struggling. I was this year. Others of you are healing, but I believe there's always an opportunity for deeper healing. This will assist you with that because you'll have your own personal healing codes. And again, you might not even know exactly what you're healing from because it's either from a past life or it's from your lineage. So maybe you're just curious and we never know what the future holds. So even if you don't have a specific trauma or loss that you're healing from right now, having this information, if you need it in the future, will be indescribable. If I had had this a couple of years ago, my journey this year would have been much different, but I didn't. And so I created it. You know, it was given to me from God. I believe I didn't create this. This came from God, came through me, but it's, it's not mine to keep to myself. It's mine to share with you. So I invite you to join me for the Illuminate Your Healing Codes workshop to really discover your unique codes to healing, both from a human perspective and from your soul's perspective. And again, the link to sign up will be in the show notes. I think that's all I had for you this week. So uh, as always, until next time, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.